Welcome back to another episode of the Creator Clubhouse. My name is Prince, and I am here along with my co-hosts, Vieira and DJ. What's up, guys? Hello, hello, hello. It's Snowstorm Friday today. (laughs) Every Friday, like the past three, four Fridays, we've had a snowstorm every single Friday when we record a podcast. This looks like a proper blizzy. It's like a legitimate blizzard. It's almost a a whiteout. Yeah. It's almost a whiteout. Who needs a snow globe? We're inside of a snow globe. (laughs) Uh, So today's podcast, we're going to be talking about purpose. (laughs) And DJ just hit my head on the mic. He got so excited shaking his head. (laughs) He's a big purpose guy. He loves to roast me. I do. Wait, didn't you just tweet about purpose this week too? I did. I feel like you did. Weird. Purpose driven. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Big facts. <laughs> Follow him at Bobby Boca. You can catch me out in Boston Say having some tea. Oh my god. Any given day. <laughs> no, what is your your Twitter? Probably Wonderboy Prince. It is at Wonderboy Prince. Uh but yeah, DJ. So let's talk about how purpose came up today. Yeah. For today's topic. So I feel like for me, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I feel like I'll have a lot of conversations with people like just throughout the week or like on Instagram, in person, whatever. And there always seems to be like a theme that comes from the conversations. And I end up feeling like I say the same thing. And this past couple of weeks, a lot of what I've been talking about is purpose. And I don't feel like that like I'm perfect in this area, but it's something that at least I know like my why. And I can say something on that because I understand my own personal purpose outside of work, outside of everything else. Like I have a pretty, I feel like a strong like sense of my own purpose. And so, but it has kept coming up over and over again. A lot of people are stuck making decisions and they're like, should I do this or should I do that? And I asked them to like level up and be like, okay, we'll think a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And I feel like once you know your purpose, it's a lot easier to understand if you should choose A or B. It's like, well, why would you choose this? Why would you choose that? It it makes those decisions, I feel like, a lot easier. And it cuts out that analysis paralysis. Almost like a mission statement for a brand. Like Like if this decision doesn't go in line with my mission statement... I've been thinking a lot about that lately, just creating my own mission statement. Because <laughs> a lot of times we need to be reminded of our purpose because yep. we can lose sight of that. But sometimes it's like you just don't even know your purpose. So if yeah. you can just sit down and kind of flush that out because we all have one, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. We were right. created for something bigger. For sure. But yeah. The, one of the examples that I gave uh, in this conversation, though, was I was talking about early on, like when I was doing photography, that for me, photography wasn't about taking the best picture. Like that's not super important to me. And even being like crazy technical with photography, that's not what it's about. It was about connecting with people and the camera Mm. was just a tool to connect with people. And so I wanted to be a good photographer, but not because I wanted to outshoot all the other photographers. It was because I wanted to be really good at connecting with people. And so that is an example of like how purpose like kind of trumps, what you're doing it's more like figure out your purpose and then it helps you make decisions better in your life so like i ended up being a photographer for a while but that wasn't my end my end job or career path or whatever it was just something i love to do because it helped me connect with my greater purpose what would you say if you had like it would you say it's connecting with people that's your purpose i am not 
I don't know. I don't know if it's connecting with people. I feel like it's more like connecting with creators and helping creators like understand. That's a good question. I need, I need to write my own personal mission statement, but I feel like I know whatever my like ultimate purpose is, it's working with other people that are creative and helping like facilitate or helping them like reach their full potential. I think that's like, if you had to put it in a nutshell, it's that, and it comes out in different ways. But I always find that for me personally, have you ever seen the Santa Claus, the movie, the Santa Claus? Probably. Is that with, um, with Tim Allen? It's like a super old movie. (laughs) So like at one point he starts like transitioning from just a dude into the Santa Claus and like Santa Claus. Yeah. (laughs) To the Santa Claus. But it's funny because he's not like fully fat yet. He doesn't have his beard yet, but all these kids start like flocking to him and they start telling him what they want for Christmas. And it's super interesting because even though like on the outside, it didn't necessarily show that he was like Santa Claus yet. People just like knew to come for him to that. And they approached him in that way because that's like who he was becoming. And I feel like that's, that's been like for me with like other creatives, like creatives will always, they like, they like come to me and then they're like, Hey, here's all my problems. And it's totally fine. It, for me, it doesn't feel like a heavy weight when they like unload that stuff because I'm like, okay, well let's just like talk through it and figure it out. But I feel like, your purpose is that it's like when there's a bunch of open doors and you just see that repeatedly over and over again, it starts to help kind of define like what that is. And it's something that you don't like get tired of doing or, or that doesn't get like monotonous, you know, mm-hmm. what about you? I, a few years ago, I just always thought that I would be like running a nonprofit or doing something like that. And I remember trying to find all these like ways that I could help or find these needs. And long story short, I came to the conclusion that it's not about me. It's not that I want to be the face of some nonprofit or whatever, but my position in life is to be a spark plug for other people's dreams and for their, Mm -hmm. where they see a need. And so I've been able to flesh that out in the professional world, in the nonprofit world and that's where I feel like I'm fully flourishing. Spark plugs. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Sony WH-1000XM4 noise-canceling headphones. My favorite feature, I don't. I have so many features, and obviously the noise-canceling is amazing, but one of the best parts about these headphones is they're comfortable. I can wear these things all day. I've been on long flights to New York and coming from Boise, as you know, V and DJ, when we travel to NY, we always have a layover. And so it takes, it's like an all day trip to get to New York here. And we'll be rocking these headphones from the time we leave Boise until the time we land in New York City without my ears being all bruised up and sensitive. I know you guys can relate if you've had headphones that make your ears all tender and, and make them feel weird. These headphones are really, really comfortable. I love that. It's super interesting. Sometimes I wonder if our purposes, like if there's an overall purpose for humanity, like if our, like we all think we have a different purpose, but do we really have a different purpose or is it all intertwined into like one purpose? Cause like, I know my personal purpose, I've given a lot of thought and it comes down to two words, service and joy. So being of service to people and experiencing joy. And so I'm, I'm, I'm of service to our clients. I'm of service to my friends, of service to my family, of service mm-hmm. to strangers, of service to you know, in so many different ways. Uh, and then 
I want to experience more joy, joy with friends, joy by myself, joy with my fiance, joy with, uh, and I, when I hear people talk about their purpose and helping and all these things, I, I, I almost always boil it back down. I'm like, kind of sounds like service and joy to me. Yeah. Uh, and it's I'm always al- to do with other people. Right. And I'm almost wondering if that is like, is there something inside of us to where like we all kind of tie back to these two streams of consciousness that we want to project, which is this, this service and, and joy, you know, enjoying whatever we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes though people need more specificity because they get lost making decisions like that. This is what I see. I see a lot of, especially creatives, but a lot of people, they get caught up between like decision a and decision B and they're like, okay, I could take this job. Like my heart's pulling me this way, but this is what makes more sense practically. Or there's just a lot of areas where I feel like relating it back up. Like if you were just using your example, it's like if service and joy, you're like, okay, well, I could serve people in this job and maybe it would make me happy because I'm not worried about money. And in this job, I'm following my heart. So that's going to give me joy and I could serve people. I think people need a little bit more specificity just so that they can, it's like principles. Like you've read uh, Ray Dalio's book. Yep. So like when you have principles, it helps take emotion out of decision-making. But I think like starting with purpose and starting with Mm -hmm. why is like, it just makes it even easier to be like, okay, it it helps making those small decisions just easier for people. In my I guess the way I look at it, I look at purpose as like more of a broad, like my re- so purpose for me is like my reason for existing outside of any motive, like outside of making money, outside of being popular, outside of, you know, anything like that. And then I, I boil it down to, so like purpose is something that's never going to change in my entire lifetime, like until I'm being 95 and, and my purpose is still the same thing. And then I look at my vision, which is a little more detailed. So like, what does that, what does that look like? And then what is my mission? So my mission is like my, is more short, near term. And maybe it's the next five years upwards to the next 20 years. And so like right now, my mission is to be of service to creatives, but that may change. Yep by the end of the decade, by the time I'm 40, that mission, I'm still being of service, but now it might be to the earth. I may be working in sustainability. It may be of service to uh, nature or whatever it may be. And so I, I think it's important to have an idea of like your overall, like what is it, like what is the thing that, like what is your purpose, the thing that doesn't change? And then, and then breaking that up uh, into your vision, what does that actually look like? Your mission, what is that? And then goals just like we would with brand strategy like goals on how do we how do we achieve those things in our life like i think we are the creators of our reality we're the creators of our life but if you want to be the creator of your life then be the architect yeah you can't you can't you can't just you can't want to do all these things in life but not have a plan or a strategy to actually get there yeah you you don't just wake up one day like oh made it yeah (laughs) absolutely What, what do you do though if you don't know um if you don't know which, which part your purpose. Yeah. Just like overall, like if you're, what stuck. makes you sing? I think, I think, I think a place to start is like, mm-hmm. what makes you sing? Like really like go back, to, close your eyes, sit in a dark corner, close your eyes and think about the times. Think about any age out of the way, whether you are three or whether you are 30, what are the 
times in your life that brought you the most joy? When were you the most excited about what you were doing, what you were working on? Who were you with? What, you know, what, like, think about those things and eventually, and, and write them down. And eventually you'll start to, uh, you're looking almost for like patterns, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're, you're trying to, uh, you know, you're like digging in the dirt, you're trying to find the diamond, right? And you're trying, you're looking for these clues and you're trying to map things. And I think that's a really great place to start. Like, uh, I used to do these exercises and it was, it, you know, it was, uh, it was mapping fire, the element with passion. And it's like, know thy passion. And so what makes you sing Prince? Like what gets you excited? And then I had to think about, you know, outside of work and money and all these things, like what just really brings me joy? I'm like, ah, dancing is really like, I always have a great time when I'm dancing. It brings me joy. Uh, I like Frisbee golf. I have a lot of fun being on my paddleboard, these various, you know, these various things. And I think as you start writing those down and then start asking why, like going deeper into why does dancing bring me joy? Why do these things bring me joy? And you'll start to, you'll start to get to like the root of what these things are like the service service and joy used to be a lot more complicated like my purpose used to be like this big thing but it only it was only after i filtered it and boiled it and boiled it and boiled it down to it's like two core ingredients that i was able to be like wow it's, it's super simple like it doesn't have to be like this big. wash out thing yeah but it's but you got to start somewhere yeah for mm-hmm. sure do you feel like there were indicate so what do you what do you feel like purpose now like what is your purpose right now creators being of service, bring being of service to creators. Like that is my purpose right now. Like those are my, those are my people. Yeah. Do you feel like there were like indicators of that purpose, like early on in your life? For sure. Uh, I was always, I was always creative. And so I've always was community driven. I've always, I mean, I was the president of my fraternity. I was the rush chair. I'm a, like, I've always loved to bring like-minded people together and to be of service, like to, to, to greater the whole of that, that group or that body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were a lot of signs yeah. early. And then do you feel like that for you too? Yeah, it's actually funny. I was in college and I was studying pre-med and hmm. it it was mainly I just wanted to be around babies. I wanted to be a pediatrician. <laughs> and I was like, I'm passing these classes, but it's not really sticking. Like, there's not that passion there. So I had to kind of reverse and be like, okay, what has set my soul on fire? Like, what has made me feel the most, like, fulfilled? Mm-hmm. And I went back to, I think I was, like, in junior high, and my mom had just started. She, like, sold her salon and was starting a new one that was just her. And I was so excited to help her, like, make a logo in <laughs> word art and to like make pamphlets. I helped her set up her Facebook page, took a photo of her. And I loved every second of like letting her live that. Like she just felt so professional yeah. to have a business yeah. page on Facebook. But I was looking back at all these little areas where I just love to like check boxes so that people can feel like they're fully in their element. Yeah, And that's what got me into like public relations and marketing because I love that side of yeah. things but it's funny because you can just kind of just wing it and yeah. i could have been i mean i i'm not saying that i could have been a pediatrician yeah <laughs> i don't know if i would have got that far but i'm so thankful that i kind of sat back and took some time to evaluate when i truly felt my fullest yeah and i think that i've heard that multiple times that like when you start to look back and like kind of what you were saying you're like digging in the dirt but you start thinking about the times where you felt the most joy and i think a lot of that 
it starts like when you're a kid. I think it starts when you're mm-hmm. younger because you kind of live without these boundaries of like, oh, I have to pay rent or I have this stress or I have this trauma or these other things. Like you, you're kind of free from all of that stuff. Mm. That's that's helped me when I'm like kind of narrowing this down, like kind of similar to like both of you guys. Like I always was in like creative things. Um, like I was in yearbook in high school yeah. and I was like the technical director for our school news but always on a team always doing something usually like technical or creative and mm. when i went out on my own i was like wow this is what i've always wanted to do but i feel like really alone and so i was like this doesn't feel right this doesn't feel like i what i what i need to be doing but as soon as there was like people around i'm like oh this is it i'm great again and then i'd be on my own and i like couldn't figure out that i needed to be around other people until like later on in life but i think that looking backwards actually is a really good exercise for purpose because you'll see those patterns you'll see things that like over and over and over again you're like in this thing i don't know yeah the the kid starting at with you what you were doing as a child is a really good place to start it's it's pretty much like we live in a world of bubbles and like paying rent is like a bubble having a profession is a bubble but like when you're a child you don't have anything you're basically there's no sandbox you're there's no nothing you're just you're genuinely probably the freest we've ever been is when we're a child before we start school you know before we get indoctrinated (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and even those early years you know but it's it's going back to you know how are you spending your time what brought you joy what did you want to be then you should you know and 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 sometimes it's completely off but it's worth (laughs) re it's worth revisiting you know what What i mean maybe it's like oh firefighter no that's not what what i did you want to be as a kid (laughs) a cake decorator amazing what about you architect yeah and i feel like i in a way yeah am like in have 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 brought that into what i do yeah. me too me too yeah <laughs> i wanted to be a 3d animator like a claymation animator <laughs> not even yeah i mean i'm not even close to that but it's still creative yeah. i guess yeah simplifying going you know retracing those steps i think is a great is a great way to to kind of narrow in on that and i think it's it's enjoyable like if you like it's a great way you talk about purpose it's a great way to you know connect with people yeah. and like having it's like that's such a more enjoyable meaningful conversation than like how's the freaking you know nice day sun's out yeah you yeah. know um, and I, people are excited no one no one ask anyone people are excited to talk you know like most people don't enjoy that what they do and yeah. they don't want to talk about their damn job yeah. so don't ask them what they do it's like it's so you know, it might even ruin their day. They might have been having a good day and you brought up their job and then they have to think about like, oh, like, all the crap you know, that's... but what did you want to do as a kid? Yep. Like, that's an interesting question where it's like, oh, no one ever asked that. Like, yeah. and then you'll see people light up like, well, actually, I wanted to be uh, yeah. this. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like that. Imagine you almost see the imagination and the playfulness like instantly. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because I see a lot of people who have had to like shift or change or do things and they feel like almost devastated when they get off their path. Mm-hmm. But I think that people almost look at decision making in that sense, kind of the wrong way in the sense of like it's there's a right answer and a wrong answer. And like my philosophy now is like I want to look at like life like it's an adventure and it's like you can't take a right turn or a, a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're taking turns and there might be a lesson or something that I have to learn along the way, but but it's not right or wrong. It might just it might take you longer to get to your destination or you might see something different than if you saw if you took the other path, but it's like when you're making that decision, 
it's not right or wrong and it's not like pass fail it's not like if you take this route your whole life is ruined and i see a lot of people get derailed or they have moments which i've had this i'm sure you guys have had this where like your purpose gets really put into question like this so when i was younger my mom had a cleaning business and kind of like what you were saying how you were like putting together all the stuff for her she had a competition between me and my sister to design a logo for her (laughs) and i was like oh my gosh i got this like this is just in the bag and i made this like super simple like i was like really into apple and all this stuff this was like probably like (laughs) middle school high school and i'm like yeah this is it like hands down and then my sister just made this like i mean she made a logo for my mom and my mom picked my sisters and i was just like maybe this isn't for me like maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Like maybe I need to do something else. There was another time early, early on when I drew a picture for a girl that I really liked. And she was like, <laughs> it was bad. It was like that Napoleon dynamite where he like draws oh the God. mustache on the girl and it's like really bad shading. It was just a bad picture. And I know that now, <laughs> but like she just like completely destroyed my hope of ever being like an artist. And I was like, maybe I'm not, but I almost feel like you have to fight for that purpose and yes there's going to be stuff that like comes up in the way and all that but but like you got to push through those times because if you know what it's what you're meant to do like you can't get discouraged or like blown off track and i think a lot of people settle because there's like there's like these roadblocks but it's like if you're really determined that stuff that stuff shouldn't be able to stop you it's it's super interesting you know even taking it back to as a kid even taking it better even a more interesting approach than what did you enjoy doing? What came supernaturally to you? Like when I look back as a kid, it's like, yeah, I could draw and stuff, but it didn't come supernaturally to me. I was okay. But what came naturally to me, like I was born with this, uh, was an understanding of how things worked. My parents used to trip out as a kid because I would, I would, they'd buy me a remote control car or something like that for Christmas. I'd be three, four years old. And I would just take it apart right away. Yep. And they'd freak out because they spent all this money. And I'd look at them and I'd just be like, dude, I just put this thing right back together. And I'd put it every part, every screw and turn it on and it would drive. And that was like, and like I, that was my gift. Yeah. Like that was what Prince came to this world with was, was an under, like being able to build and like s- to be able to see like architectural thinking, to yeah. be able to see an object and understand how this thing works how it can be taken apart and, and bought back together. I'm good at deconstructing, but the putting back together, like I had an, I had an aunt who like wouldn't even let me go to her house. Cause I took apart her vacuum and just like destroyed it. And then I couldn't figure out how to put it back together. She was like, you're never coming over here again. I can see and I, that right I now. literally would keep my screwdrivers in my pockets. Like I had this little nerd pack of screwdrivers and I just would see stuff and I'd be like, mm, I wonder how I'm going to take that apart. But I could never figure out how to put them back together. So. Did you have anything, Vieira, that that just came, that was just supernatural? Like you just. Were you a bossy child, by the way? I'm just curious. Oh, that's a good question. You're not bossy now, but I'm just curious. I can see you as like on the playground. You can totally call me bossy. No, no. I actually was really, um, like growing up, I was pretty uh what's the word just more timid okay and shy i wasn't it wasn't until high school that i would say i like bloomed gotcha and then i remember i had like some weird bully type stuff happen in junior high yeah um with some good friends of mine it just kind of you know girls and junior high is savage for girls for sure but it got me to like this place that i remember 
like people dropping books on your head, like throwing um, rubber bands at you. And yeah. I remember getting to high school and being like, I will never be that way to anybody. Yeah. And it was nice because then I ended up playing sports. Like I, And it's a small town. So it's pretty easy to, you know, know everybody. And I was like, my goal by the end of high school is to be able to sit at every single lunch table and be able to sit down and it's not weird. I can talk with everybody. And so that's always been like my mindset. So I'm actually really thankful for some of the adversity. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What were you, what were you super good at or what was your, did you have one thing that like stands out? I just remember loving filming everything. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was good at it. I just constantly wanted to capture everything. I bought my first camera and I was like eight years old, a VHS and I filmed like fake news stations with my cousins <laughs> and like I loved all of that but I wouldn't say it came naturally I just really really wanted to do it yeah that's interesting yeah it's crazy to see I I really think that thinking about your life as a child actually might make decision making now better for people for sure like yes, I haven't yeah yeah the I've, childlike mindset is like pure gold well money takes over everything and like your parents like my parents worked at costco my grandfather was, a, was an executive at costco and my track was pretty much like hey you know just go to school and when you're done like you're gonna have like a, a corporate job at costco up in kirkland like you'll make great money you'll have health insurance get benefits and like boring like, you're good to go <laughs> and i was just like nah and you know and luckily my 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 family was supportive of that they just had that you know if you want this um but I feel like a lot of us and even myself, like there's times where I've I've lost track of my purpose when I was younger and I and I did just chase money and I would go back and get a job and work at this company because I could make a ton of money and 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 that's the cool thing to do, right? Uh but then I'm I've always been really I would say heart connected and very in tune with myself. And so I can only go off track for so long mm -hmm. before it literally like, it's like nightmarish. Yeah. Like it, it is like crawling. It's like a whole nother being crawl. It's like, uh, it's really just hard for me to go off track of what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and so I normally veer off and I quickly get back into yeah. my lane. Um, yeah. I think like you were saying earlier, like it creates tension mm -hmm. being, being misaligned from your purpose creates tension in your life and whether you feel it in like depression or whether you feel it in anxiety or however you feel it. It's like if you're, and you might have those things outside of any of this, but if you're like misaligned from what you know, you're supposed to be doing your, your heart knows. And it, it's like kind of a weird, uh, like misalignment that, that you feel like you need to get back on track, but you're like, I don't know what's wrong, right. but I want to fix it. It totally, I think a lot of it does have to do with purpose. Cause it, you're talking with people like you went to school with or whatever and you just see that there's like no fire behind their eyes and they're yeah. just sad and it is so heartbreaking to like to talk with them about that but even me personally my good days and my bad days are all determined by did was I centered on my purpose did I remember mm -hmm. like if I wake up and I I honestly need to write a mission statement vision statement what was the other one? Uh, uh, purpose, purpose, it. mission, and vision. just kind of go down that. Like, if I were to read that every day, if all of us did, and maybe toss in a few things that we're grateful for, every day would be amazing. Because you're like, look at I, I have the ability to, to meet with all these people, change people's lives, also 
grow as a human. Like yeah. we would be so excited to just wake up every day. Yeah. And another great way I think for people to kind of hone in on what their purpose is, is this is a really interesting exercise is to write an obituary for yourself yeah. and like what, so imagine like your, if you have a brother or a sister or your parents, like reading your obituary at your funeral and like, what does it say? Like, what was your life? And then it's kind of wild how quickly what's most important to you comes to the forefront yeah. when you wow. think about death. So true. That's so good. I, I think like it'd be really interesting as like an exercise in decision making to be like, what would six year old DJ think? And then what would like 90 year old DJ think about this decision? So you like ask your younger self and you ask your future self. Cause like one, it's like minimizing regrets. And then the other one is like, what would your ultimate hope dream be without any like limitations? And like somewhere in the middle of that is you. And it's like the right decision should be pretty clear. I don't know. That's so good. And I feel like a lot of times that childlike mindset and the older, like they're probably going to be in line with each other. I think about it all the time. Uh, You know, I had that realization when I got my house where I was just like, dude, six year old Prince is literally fist bumping you being like, dude, this is dope. Like you did this and it's your, like your way. This is cool. Like you do like you got your own thing going, you're doing what you enjoy. You got great people like this, like this is a cool, you got a good life. This is dope. Like I'm with it. Like that's, that felt good. Um, it wasn't always that way. You know, there's been times where you're just like, Oh my goodness. Like it's, it's like almost sad to look at the six year old you and be like, Oh, what are you doing, dude? You let, you let your past self down. Yeah. But also on the other side, I think with like a lot of taking risks and stuff like that, it's like older you. That's one thing that I I don't want to live with regret. Like I want to know when I make a decision that like I made the decision, the the best decision at the time with what I knew. And I don't want to look back and be like, oh, I wish I never would have done that. Or I wish I would have invested in Bitcoin Or like Dogecoin. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I would have went all in. But that's life though. I think that's more mindset. Yeah. Like regret, like regrets, not regret is, uh, managing our reactions, right? The reality is things happen and there's no need to like regret is a reaction, Yeah, you know? And I think it's important for us to, to, to just be like water and just realize like life, like we're dying every day. Yeah. Like, that's the way, like, I've been starting to look at life as, like, every day I'm dying. Like, that's all, like, I'm on a, what are those little uh, uh, time capsules? What are those called? The little upside down? Oh. Uh, they have, like, salt or sugar yeah, in sand, them. Sand, yeah. I don't know what The sand is. timers, what are those called? <laughs> oh. We got our best minds like, on it. It's like the one minute or 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sand that goes through. That's how I feel. Like, that's hourglass. Expect- hourglass. Hourglass. Thank you. Hey. So it's like an hourglass <laughs> timer. And I've been, you know, life, like, that's how I look at life now. I'm just like, uh, I'm di- like, there's no, we shouldn't be afraid of dying. We're dying every day. Yeah. Like, that's all we're doing is dying. And so, but, but I will say you're living in your purpose. There's a lot of people whose hourglass is running out and they're not. They don't feel the ease of everyday life that you feel because they're misaligned with their purpose. Oh, this is making me sad. <laughs> this is making me sad. <laughs> no, there's just a lot of people who live for that sh- way. No, so for sure. Like, what do you? What do you do? And I think that like thinking like it 
whatever, wherever you're at in your life, it's, I don't think it's too late to get on track with your purpose to find that. Even if you're old, it's not too late. I don't think so. It's going to make you sad. It's, you got to reflect. First of all, it sucks. It sucks. It is sad and it sucks and it hurts and it's hard and it's heavy. Uh, I've been through it. You know, I've been through very depressing times where I like, I remember one time I, I looked in the mirror and I just started bawling because I didn't even recognize the person looking back at me. I was so, it was like the craziest moment. I just felt lost. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, there's a foreign person looking at me. Who am I? Who is this? What is this? Where am I? What the hell is going on? And that's a really scary feeling, uh, to have. And, And in that moment I had to, I had to really get real with myself and, and really take a look at my myself and become the observer, you know, expand my consciousness outside of me to really observe how I'm living and what I'm doing and why, like, why are you living this way? Why are you spending time with these people? Why are you doing these things? Why are you working this job for who, for what, why, you know? And when you start asking yourself those questions enough, eventually, you know, I feel like you, 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 you begin to get the courage to, to make the difficult choice, you know, which is, 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 which I believe is so difficult because we choose fear instead of love. When we choose love, then no choice is, is, is difficult. Um, that's like that destiny thing. It's like having faith and and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So do it and, and, and have faith that yeah. all will be well, yeah. have faith that no matter what adversity comes to you, is just part of the journey yeah. and that all will be well yeah. and just learn and grow and go through the experience. Uh, and you don't need to react to the experience. Just go through the experience yeah. and, and keep going. Uh, and that's personally how I feel like I, you know, made my way out of being lost and having no purpose and yeah. feeling just very, just robotic. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way right now in society is robotic. Yeah. You know, and, and things are really confusing right now. We live in a really confusing time. Uh, there's a lot of just clutter in everything. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of uh, social media is tough. You're constantly seeing, you're constantly, you know, we talked about it on the first, the goals episode. We're constantly readjusting what we want based off of other people. Yeah. And so the aim is con- is constantly changing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good too. Like I think that people are probably more connected than they've ever been. And I think that for people who are like really interested in community, it's a really interesting time for, for communities. Cause it's like, people are seeking that more than they ever had. Like you're running out of stuff to watch on Netflix. You're, you're tired of just chilling at home or whatever. And you're like seeking that. So I think it's a, it's a really good time right. to be, it's a good time to be alive and it's also I feel like a bad time to be like misaligned with your purpose. But I will say like on on one of the things that you were saying, I think that what happens is people have that moment. It's almost like their rock bottom minute or moment, whatever you want to call it, where they like look in the mirror and they realize like, okay, I'm not who I want to be. 
and maybe they define their purpose and they're like, okay, here's the direction I want to go. But I feel like they almost self-sabotage because they don't believe in themselves. Mm. And so then they start this like cycle over of like restarting and then, and then, or changing that they keep changing their path or their vision. Or that's why I think the overarching purpose, like the true North is so important because it's like the little details might change, but the big, the what's important stays important. Right. And so that I feel like that keeps you from just switching, 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 or like restarting. Cause it's like your purpose is not really going to evolve. Right. I, I, I feel like I did a lot of personally did a lot of, of switching and restarting because I didn't have a strong purpose. Yeah. I was just chasing money. Um, but I also think that we, we do live in a beautiful time. We are connected. We do have a lot of support, but I also do believe, uh, there's like, it just, it feels good to have support. It feels good to, to have people near. I also think the reality is these are personal things. And a large portion of the, of this work is like, it's your work. It's our work. It's my work that I have to do. Like yeah. I have to, I have to work on healing and, and, and working through whatever these things are that are keeping me from, from aligning with my, my purpose. Because even if you're doing your purpose, if you don't believe in yourself, you know, which is why I got switched around so many times because I didn't, I was doing all these things, but I didn't really believe in myself. Yeah. And because I didn't really believe that I was, I didn't believe I was even worthy. Like in my ego. Oh yeah. Ego. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that the truth, like my personal truth was, am I worthy of being rich? Am I worthy of abundance? Am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of doing, being able to just have an awesome life doing what I love? And I didn't believe that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have the, the courage. I didn't have the, uh, my heart wasn't open to that. And so it wasn't until I was able to, to heal those wounds and, and, and open that, that doorway. That's when everything just changed yeah you know but i think it's hard to do it i think it's really difficult to to do it without that at least yeah. in my experience like i could never you know to this day i think if i if i wasn't if i hadn't done the personal growth i feel like i'd be in the same situation i feel like i would be struggling right now to this day yeah just because I don't believe. So the universe isn't going to deliver what I want because I don't actually believe that I'm worthy. And, and I think it's almost like a domino effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I think for me, it's like looking out what has helped with that, of that feeling of not being worthy is like looking outside myself and like realizing even through community or through other people or through God, it's like, yes, you are worthy. Yes, you do deserve this and it, it was really interesting on this trip that i just took like i felt like i just kept like getting really lucky there were like all these like little weird moments like one of the things is I it luck though yeah well i don't know <laughs> but one of the things was like i no it's not luck i don't i don't believe that but um i was at the airport and i was like stuck because there was like a snowstorm and whatever and so i was like went through this store and i saw this book from one of my favorite chefs and I was like, oh, I kind of want to get that book. And so I just like looked at it and I was like, I don't need it right now. I literally brought like eight books with me. So I was like, why am I going to buy another book just to carry it around? So like I get almost to the check stand and there's like this whole line of people behind me. And I kept being like, no, 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 I need to grab the book. So I just like went back and I grabbed the book at the last second and I like checked out and like the author like autographed the book. 
Like he was in the airport and like autographed it and then like put it back, bro. And, and then that's the fate yeah. stuff I'm talking about. Like, but then, and the book, literally, like the uh, the name of so the book is like a guy pushing a peach up a hill. The name of his restaurant is uh, Momofuku, which means Lucky Peach in Korean. But like it, there, but like basically from that point, I I was like on one of like three flights that got out of Texas because all this snowstorm stuff. Like everyone else had to like camp in the airport overnight. And then it was just like one thing after another where I was like getting my room upgraded. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, and I felt like it felt good. It didn't feel like, oh, I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough. I was just like, this is amazing. Like life is so beautiful. But that's a you thing. Yeah. See, that's, that's your perception. So there's, there's, you could have two different people. You perceive it as like, wow, this is amazing. This is beautiful. And then someone else could perceive it as like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, you know, what, what happened here? And it's super interesting even just the way that situation came about, you can either say you can either be upset yeah, because your flight got canceled and this sucks, even though that's out of your, you know, it's stoicism. It's out of yeah. your control. It's yeah. like, bro, you probability. Yeah. A flight's not coming. Yeah. You can, so there's like, there's, why project all your, your focus into anger and, and, and checking the flights, checking the weather, every couple, every couple like, it's like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So just let go what's the experience supposed to be and yeah. it just be present yeah. and just enjoy, just enjoy where you are. Yeah. And that was actually a thing that I was thinking about is like somebody else. Cause I saw other people freaking out people who were on my flights. It's really interesting traveling because I feel like people <laughs> oh, like gosh. people do it so differently yes. and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm either going to get on the, pl- exactly what you're saying. I'm like, I'm either going to get on the plane or I'm not. And it's really not worth getting all worked up and freaking out about because all of that effort and energy that I could spend getting all worked up is not going to change whether the flight's going to leave or not. It has right. literally no impact on it. And so I could either chill here and read. Or be an adult toddler. Yeah. I love those <laughs> at airports. Yeah. It's it is wild how crazy <laughs> people get. But like that, that I think that's telling of life too. It's like it, two people could be having the same experience and literally the same circumstances could be happening to them. And one person could be like, wow, I'm really grateful for this. And the other person could be like, wow, I can't believe this is happening to me or whatever. And there was like, I experienced that where I was like Mm -hmm. looking out the window of the plane and I'm like, man, I'm so grateful that I even get to be here. Like I'm in the freaking sky, like, you know, reading a book and like just having a moment. And then another dude's pissed off because the Wi-Fi is not working. And I'm like, and I'm like, we're we're having this amazing experience. That's life. And you can either look at it and yes, there's negative stuff that happens, but it's like, it's like what, how do you turn that into something that's good or how do you, or just is, yeah. doesn't even need to be turned into anything. It just is like, and it doesn't have to, it doesn't make, have to change it's like a chemical you. alteration. Yeah. It doesn't have to change me. Yep. You know, and yep. and that's the the beautiful thing about life. That's why I say we are the creator of our realities. Like we can all be in the same exact space yep. and have 20 different viewpoints on what is going on. Some yep. people are having the best time in their life, some people are hating yep. their life, you know, and that's why it's important to 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 be present, to manage that reaction just because someone is is upset and thinks the world's going to end tomorrow and is like you don't have to to absorb that yeah you don't have to take on that you can be like ah, actually it's it's pretty beautiful outside and yeah. life's good and i'm gonna go have a great day yeah. you know well and it's interesting talking about just like luck in general because i feel like i've always been in this mindset of like 
I don't always like win competitions or get these things or do this. And like, I've kind of let go of a lot of that, like fate and luck kind of thinking because I'm just like, kind of like what you're saying. I'm like, however things work out is how they're supposed to work out. Sometimes it'll be good. Sometimes I have something that I need to learn maybe or whatever, but I kind of have let go of a lot of that. And since I've done that, and this is like more recent, like past couple of years, but I've just noticed like stuff like clicking and it's really interesting (laughs) is like, now that I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm unlucky or I'm this or I'm that, it's just like stuff just works out. And there's things that are like, it's like the last second something comes through or like things, things come together. And I'm just like, that's interesting. Like, it it just it is what it is but well it's like attention like yeah. it, that resonates with me because i don't i don't i don't i'm not lucky yeah. i create my own luck yeah. because of where i put my attention yeah and so when things happen to me you're like oh you're lucky there's a there's a spot there i'm like i mean i knew there was going to be a spot there yeah. like i needed like i wanted to park and this is where i'm going to eat and i literally was like there's going to be a spot right here yeah. on a street for me somewhere right around here and then boom there's an open parking spot even our conversation yesterday uh, after the call, mm-hmm. we had talked about how it went and I was just kind of like, Oh, like I kind of, you know, I meditated on this morning. I kind of saw it. So I, I guess kind of yeah. what I expected, uh, to he ha- just performed very well. The call, I was like, <laughs> Prince, you are incredible. Like the, some of the stuff he said, like he just did amazing. So after the call, we yeah. FaceTimed or whatever. And he's like, I know, I, I knew it was going to go that way. Yeah. And like, and it's like no ego at all. Yeah. It's just like, dude, like, it's yeah. just like, no, like I can, I saw it. I felt it. I could like, I was there yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, it's hopeful, hopeful expectation. I feel like it's, it's so much better than negative expectation. Cause you're already going into fight or flight in your brain. Like if you were like nervous about the call and you're like, Oh, what if everything goes wrong? What if blah, 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 blah. You're like already creating a response to something that hasn't even happened yet. Right. And your brain is already going into the mode. Like it's falling apart and then you're going to perform differently. But like just expecting that things are going to work out. I feel like just makes, well, there's layers too. I think there's, there's hope, hoping something goes well, yeah. expecting something goes well. And then there's like the actual visualization, like Kobe Bryant, like you, you hear these amazing people that are like epic at what they do. And they always talk about how they can see it. They're like, I, I was on the stage in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know how many times I practiced this? Like before I went on the show, I already like the whole thing happened, Yeah, you know, or Kobe or someone I already saw, I knew I was going to win the NBA championship because I already saw it go in the hoop. Like I already know it's in, I already saw it. And then boom. Yeah it happens and like i like i genuinely in my experiences there is something to that and like the, that's why i believe that imagination is so important yeah. why it's so important to uh to focus and put attention on what you want and to really to see it to yeah. feel it to yeah. smell it like if you want a freaking beach house in the freaking bahamas one day with your family focus on that see it feel it smell the food what are you guys cooking hear the la- hear your kids laughing see the smile like and watch how fast like that starts to materialize and like boom it's in your there's two sides to that coin too because you're also doing the things like you're taking workshops and like doing the things that need to happen for those things to go well right and so it's like a mixture of the visualization and also taking the steps that yeah preparation where opportunity meets preparation you know nipsey hustle (laughs) (laughs) uh but it's true. Like he taught, actually, that's funny. Nipsey Hussle talks about that a lot, but he's like, in one of his songs, he like opens up and he brings this guy on stage and he's like, do you remember when we were kids 
And he's like, we would like sell drugs to get some studio time. And he's like, I would produce for you and you would produce for me. And like, we just knew we were going to make it. We just knew it. And he was like, I needed you and you needed me, but we gassed each other up so much and look where we are now. And he's just like, we just knew we like, we knew we had to do what we had to do. And now we're here. And it's just, it's wild. Like, I don't recommend selling drugs, but like. You know, <laughs> do what you gotta do. do. What you gotta see. It's a dog eat dog world out there. Well, that, I mean, that goes back to the uh, what is your intention and what is your desire and what is your faith. And I think when those things are in alignment, the world literally conspires. Like it, there is there is some type of design to our reality to where it conspires to make those things happen. If yeah. you have those things in alignment, you're putting in the practice. It's like. It's its own ecosystem. And yeah. if you're hitting all those buckets right, there's a good chance, like, yeah. you know, I think that's why some people are just like, oh, like, oh, that person's so lucky. Life just, every, everything just seems to go their way. And it's like, mm, like, not necessarily. Like, it's kind of by design. And also, they make it look easy. You know, I still face adversity to this day. You're just, you've learned to be content. But I just make it look easy. It's like, it's no big deal. Like, just no big deal. Yeah. It's nothing. What's funny is a lot of that happened. It's happened for me this way. When I learned to let go. Like, I'm always thinking like, it has to be this way. Things need to be a certain way or whatever. And the moment when I kind of like take my foot off the gas a little bit and I'm like, I don't need to always be driving or like going forward. It's like. Some of that happens in rest. Some of it happens in like letting go of control, letting go of ego. It's like when you start to let go, I feel like things actually come into alignment a lot more. Well, it's like getting a grip on reality with what, like, what do you really control? Yeah. And and, and having an understanding of what that is and realizing everything else is just managing reactions. Yeah. Mm, Whoa. What do we control? That's so interesting. Not much. Yeah, there's only Not a small much. percentage <laughs> yeah. we actually can control. Yeah. Not but much. managing the reactions that you can't, that's so good. Yeah. And that's life. Done. And that's another episode <laughs> of our Visuals Podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by the Sony WH-1000XM4 <laughs> headphones. I love that. Okay, I have an assignment for anybody who's listening to this. It's a good exercise. We are going to do it as well. Maybe we'll restart ours next week. But the goal is to come up with a mission statement for yourself. And this is what I found on Google. The Goog. (laughs) Which I feel like we explained it pretty well. But your mission statement is how you accomplish your purpose. Your mission is what drives you every day to to fulfill your purpose. It's a direct path to your purpose and vision. Your vision statement is what you will achieve in the future, the results you want to reach for, the measurable impact you want to make. So you're going to get extra credit if you give us your vision statement and your purpose statement. But really, what I think is the most beneficial for everyday life is if we all were to come up with our own mission statements and what that looks like to fulfill our purpose. And then we really want to listen to some of these on next episode. So If you've come up with a mission statement, please call us and leave us a message at 1-208-391-2844. Boom. And if you want us to play it on the podcast, just let us know. If you don't want us to play it, just say keep it private. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a good, good call. Yeah, just so we don't. <laughs> I hope people don't have weird mission yeah. statements. I mean, you never know. People are weird. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to jump into some content recommendations, Prince? I don't have a content recommendation, but I did see something that I thought was pretty neat and I think is something that people could uh, live by. And it was a quote that I saw that said, be brave enough to suck at something new. Yeah. Mm. And I thought that was pretty neat, especially right now. I feel like it's a great time to be brave and to suck at something new. Uh, if there's ever been a better time, we have a lot of time at home and a lot of just just living in an interesting time where it's a, just a great time to suck at something new. So I would love to see you guys try that suck at something new and let us know and shit, even use the hashtags hashtag suck at something new. Does this mean I, I need suck. to borrow your guitar? Yeah. I mean, yes. I've said perfect. so many times there you I go. want to start learning. Maybe I'll try it yeah. this weekend. It's almost, you know, it'd be cool to like embrace sucking you know, until you're good. For sure. Like just, you know what I mean? He's Sucking dying. keeps... Pe- <laughs> Can we just use a different word, please? Thank you. Embrace being bad at yeah. something new. Can we, yeah, can we embrace being bad at something new? Because I feel like that's that's what keeps, that's the barrier. Yeah. No one wants to do anything new because they don't want to be bad at it. For but sure. if we could just, from a society standpoint, just embrace and just like, it's cool to just be bad at something. Like it's no cool big deal. Suck. Like then that would be great. Yeah. I, well, it's like the first step, too. It's literally foundational to being good at anything and sucking at something. Normalize yeah. being bad at things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah let's what are you guys going to try these next this next like week? What should we... I'm going to... Do you have an extra guitar I could borrow? I'd, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Man, trying something new. That's hard. I already started. So I've been working on... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, an animated series told you about so i've been working on these cartoon characters and i don't think i'm great at it but i'm getting i was really bad at it at first but i'm getting better i got a few different characters now so i got that one i showed you guys yeah nice got this guy i love it and this is the latest whoa right right how like it's gonna be starting to look more and more real honestly it's gonna be cool i'm telling you so i was but if i showed you like inside of procreate like the first I think I showed you guys some of the first ones, but like, like, I guess that's still, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's pretty bad. It's oh, awesome. Um, this one's pretty like, all right, bro. Anywho. Oh yeah. I love it. I'm We're getting better. At, I'm getting, I'm getting better at drawing these cartoon characters and I'm having a freaking blast and I really want to, here we go. Here's a really bad one. <laughs> okay, you're right. I want to like wouldn't, script. Wouldn't hang that one on my fridge yeah. for sure. I want to script like a cool kid, like a kids, like a cool cartoon that's for kids, but like that's cool for like I like cartoons that are like for kids, but are for adults too. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love cartoons. Yeah, so do I. Anime specifically, and so I want to make like a cool anime, and so, and I'm okay. I'm bad at writing. We should make a date am, so. that we all come in and share our craft. Show we, and tell that we are bad at. I just, I don't know. I want to. Okay, two things. That Where I, are you at with those chess pieces? Yeah, they're, they're still. In the I know works. he always is trying new things, so it's kind of like. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. More phys- I think more physical things. Like that's. I'm still not great at it. Like when I make things like out of clay or like write or whatever, it's not. I I definitely still suck at that. My handwriting sucks. <laughs> I want to get better okay. at that, but. I don't. I don't have a specific thing right now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, we look forward to some show and tell 
in the next week.